0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Culture Hour. My name is Shelley Smith, a proud owner of Premier Rapport, and your hostess. Today, we have a continuation of the CEO talk, the Forbes article that I pulled together talking with CEOs and company executives of how are they leaning into the workplace culture? What have they learned? What are the pains? What are the gains? What are they spending on leadership and development? And they're here to share your story. I had seven amazing submissions. A dozen of those I have on, and today, here's another one. So let me tell you a little bit about um, Elijah Snyder and a little conversation that we had before I hit record to kind of unpack, and then, Elijah, I'll let you go from there. So Elijah was born and raised in San Diego, and he is the CEO and founder of Modify, which intentions of helping businesses meet their full online potential. He has a stellar uh, background, and he works with brands, and he's learned so much information around brands, working with Nordstrom's and Uggs, just to name a couple of those with their social media advertising and digital push overall. And uh, he currently still resides in California too, and he's, he's young, and I wanna give an applaud to the youngness, and I wanna give a little bit of your story, and then I'll let you decide what you wanna tell and what you don't wanna tell, right? because i think this frames our conversation today a little bit different than maybe some of the other ceos that have been on so first of all elijah if i heard you correctly um you were in a conversation a table conversation with a fellow friend or colleague around the age of 18 or 19 and you're now 22 23 yep. Yep. and going back 3 or 4 years obviously you had a conversation where they were they were paying a pretty substantial amount to an outside um, marketing firm, helping them with their, their digital side of what they were doing marketing. Through that discussion, one thing led to another, and you said, hey, let me do this. I can give you a value, a better value proposition. You did some learning along the way. You did an enormous amount of research. And through that, massive success happened for them because of you, which has led you to actually opening and operating Now Modify, which you've been open for how many years, two or three years, oh, three years. Three years. Yep. And you've gone from the one man shop to the 25 man shop roughly. So I applaud you for that. And I think we should always call out the innovation and the risk taking and the entrepreneurship and the venturer and, and uh, people just like you. So I love that. And I think that our conversation is going to be even more impactful because I think it's important for, regardless of what age and generation you're in, anytime you go from yourself and you have an idea and a thought into 25 employees and have the massive growth that you've had in a two year, three year span, that in itself is enough to make everybody's head spin. I don't care how seasoned you are in leadership and ownership. So I think you probably have some great tips and advice uh, that you can give our viewers today. So I love that and welcome. What did I not say about you personally, Elijah, and then give a little bit more of a description of what it is that Modify does for its clients.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think you covered on covered on it for myself personally. Uh, born and raised in San Diego, 22, almost 23 years old. Founded the company when I was right between 18 and 19. Um, still live in San Diego. Uh, company's grown very quickly, and it. <laughs> It's definitely a lot of learnings there, to say the least. <laughs> um, lot, lot of speed bumps that were smoothed out, and some that weren't. Uh, that just come with any growth of any company. But I mean, other than that, I mean, you really, you really covered it on it all.
0: Beautiful. So tell tell the listeners and the viewers what exactly does Modify do? What is your genius zone inside of the marketing world?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Modify was founded essentially just to provide a lend and, and an arm of. Uh, transparency within marketing so the reason that we founded it that way is not because of everybody else in the marketing field who uses it as a buzzword but because of that first interaction i had with a client we found a common trend with every client we work with it doesn't matter if it was a one person startup or if it's nordstrom ugg boots uh, and so forth it doesn't matter if they're the fortune 500 fortune 1000 company or if they're pre-revenue uh, all of them have been taken advantage of a marketing from a marketing firm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's unfortunate that that's what we've seen. So really what we focus on through that is ways that's going to help the business. So everybody's going to come to you and say that their product will help and every company is different. So we don't believe that there is a cookie cutter client, but instead of that, we've tried to build out services for specific industries within specific verticals uh, like social media management on the organic side, uh, paid social media management, uh, all the content creation. We have a full creative team in-house in addition to influencer teams on our side. And then uh, obviously the biggest piece of it is then reporting and analytic optimization.
0: Nice. Do you have a sweet spot of the type of client that you, um, that is your typical client, or do you literally work with regardless of size?
1: Um, a little bit of both. We really try and focus not on the size because we can help you get to where you want to go. We've done it before. Um, mm-hmm that's the best thing about what we do is it doesn't matter if you're the Nordstrom size or if you're, like I said, that one person startup. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, the industry itself, uh, we really like to focus on people with the e play. So anything that's really mass market consumer, specifically within the U S uh, we like to be able to focus on that. Uh, when you start to get into other markets like B2B or retail, it, it becomes a whole different ball game. However, retail and online now, as we can see are becoming, Not one and the same, but intertwined. Mm
0: -hmm. So we
1: we are currently making a transition to focus more on retail as well.
0: Okay, fair enough. All right. Well, let's let's guide our conversation today into what stimulated our connection, and that was the workplace culture, the leadership development focus during not just one crisis, but now multiple crises. So, what is your perspective on workplace culture? How did you kind of get there and figure it out? And what are you learning during this crisis?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that workplace culture is actually the the most, if not the main focus of us right now. Uh, And when I say that is our clients are extremely important. Uh, Our team is just as important. Uh, We don't value clients over our team. We don't value our team over our clients. We treat everybody as equal when it comes down to it in or out out of the workplace. Um, so when we look at work work culture and just overall now digital culture in a way, uh, we wanted to really focus on engagement. Uh, the company that I have built is really around meaningful connections, and you can't have connections without engagement. Yeah. So what we've really tried to do and we've launched a lot of this actually is uh, virtual lunches with our team, virtual workouts, not with the team that's that would be weird if you like we've offered online workout platforms, uh, multiple different types of uh, happy hours, those lunches I mentioned, just a quick social call, just checking in type thing. I actually went and socially distanced safely dropped off lunch to every single one of our local employees. Um, we've done we've done a lot of things throughout the workplace that's really made people feel more comfortable. I think during all this because it is a stressful time for yeah. not only employers but employees
0: mm-hmm. and
1: everybody. And then on top of that is if we don't show that. War people as well within our own culture.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How can you build the trust and connection? Absolutely. So we really try to make it just open.
0: Is this something that I'm always curious to how an an individual arrives at this anomaly or aha moment? You know, of you articulated in as engagement. You know, the seen valued and heard. Is there anything that happened during anybody that maybe you worked with or for in the past that made you shift to say? You know, now that I have started a company, that I own a company that's a thriving company, I'm gonna make sure I do X because I know how it made me feel when that wasn't done. Was there any of those type of shifts that had happened that got you here?
1: Um, Yes and no. Uh, There wasn't like a specific event that made me think this way. Uh, I I really like to pull pull in as much information from the outside connections of relationships in addition to online, uh, then filter through them myself and potentially activate it inter- internally and or see how it goes just with others um, what i would say the the biggest piece of it is though is the idea of top down um I, I don't think that that model works anymore it, it used to i, I believe um, and i do think that you need a strong leader no matter if it's a top-down structure or a collaborative structure um, but we really try and empower our team meaning our second year college interns that come on board with us during their spring and fall semesters have just as much say as I do. Nice. Comes to any team conversation, not obviously admin stuff, like that's a little bit different, but Mm -hmm. any client communication, any client strategy, ideas, uh, overall collaboration as a whole, we want everyone's voice to be heard. It doesn't matter if you have zero experience and you just started with us yesterday, even today, Mm -hmm. or if you've been with us and you were my first or second employee. um, We really try and remove hierarchy when it comes to, sharing your opinion and voice.
0: What are some things that you do to, right from the get-go, ensure that that's happening? And it sounds like you're describing more of an agile, certainly non-traditional work environment. So what, what do you do or say? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to uh, get you to put some action words around it so people have a better visual.
1: No, absolutely. Um, imagine you have a team meeting of, let's say, 10 people, 15 people just on a specific account, whatever it could be. Uh, there's there's actual studies around these specific topics, which is uh, the most vocal 10%, so one to three people out of that group, are going to say something no matter what. However, the ones that don't say something typically have the best ideas because they've thought about it longer. So we've actually built in internal, internal processes when it comes to those meetings to get everybody involved. Uh, it's really intimidating when you just came into a company and you have to share your opinions unknowing if you're going to be laughed out of the room type thing or just judged, uh, we've done it where you can submit an answer on a piece of paper anonymously if you need. Uh, Zoom has been really helpful with chats, Um, voting situations where we have multiple scenarios and we vote to which one goes the best, Uh, but on an actionable item to it, it's like I said, engagement comes in many forms, communication, written, uh, even just over a meeting and and a conversation. So th- there's many ways to get people engaged and there's also many ways to lower that almost barrier to entry when it comes to that communication.
0: I love that. So if I'm h- understanding you correctly, you, you allow them to tap into it, either the written word, you know, the audio, the visual piece to be able to, I, I love that. Absolutely love mm-hmm. that. W- is there anything that you want to share from a lessons learned? Cause you said, you know, we all have taken <laughs> bumps and bruises along the way. Is there any, again, aha moments or things that you can give to maybe somebody who's in a startup or in a large growth and certainly during the crisis right now.
1: Learn to take a step back and take care of you first. Uh, I was working 110 hours a week at one point uh, during college. Like I just graduated college literally a month ago. Um, And that's without school. That was was just focused on Modify. And so with that, uh, I started to realize I personally at least don't work at my full capacity. If I'm just drowning myself in work, it needs a work-life balance. Like mm-hmm. I've had members of my team this week say, Hey, is there any chance I could just take a half day on Friday? Cause we're already remote. I'm like, yes, please. Why don't you just take the whole day off? Like take a break. There's a lot going on in our world right now. Take care of you first. Um, I think that's a big one. I love the phrase, taking a step back. Uh, getting the full picture of everything to your perspective is massive. Cause when you're in the weeds, it's kind of like the old saying, when you're too close to the tree, you can't see the forest. So you sure. need to a step back to see the whole picture. Uh, and then the last piece of it is I you need to make sure your team knows and or your bosses, managers, what, whichever in position you're in, that you're also a person. You have your life outside of work. Modify is extremely important to me. It's my baby. I have built it from the ground up with my partner, and I love it. But I need, I need time, too. Yeah. So, we're all people. We just have to be able to function that way as well.
0: I love that. Those are great tips. You know, I, um, I've often uh, given the phrase of the trees in the forest and the slow down in order to speed up yep. to that very point. And you're right. Taking care of yourself during, a, um, an unusual amount of stress that is in the and It's ever twined now personally and professionally, it's hard to separate if impossible to separate with where we are now is your team. Uh, prior to covid was your team already all virtual or partially virtual or did everybody come into the office
1: um i would say for the most part we were in the office um we we do work with teams outside of san diego we have a a lot of creatives that we work with uh when we need to run a production out of new york or if we have a a hawaii photo shoot we've sent product there things like that Mm -hmm. um but I would say the main team is definitely, it's all local, either in Southern California, and I would say 95% in San Diego.
0: So out of curiosity, are you going to have a modify of people coming back physically in spot? How, are you going to flex how that's going to be, or do you think everybody's ultimately going to be back in the office?
1: Um, a little of both. So I think what we're going to end up doing is uh, we were extremely flexible when it came to remote working. Uh, If if a team member came to us and said, hey, I have a lot going on right now. I need to be able to get done some like life stuff at Mm -hmm. the same time right now. I I can't do it at the hours of 530 to 9 p.m. Mm -hmm. Um, Can I work remote? Yeah, absolutely. And even if you just need to get that break, we have people that work better by themselves. Yeah. So uh, we're really going to be implementing a lot more flexible of a workplace area, meaning remote options to a much higher level. Uh, hiring remote, we, we've been promoting that for two years now while we think that we shouldn't constrain yourself to a, a really like a geofenced location for hiring. It doesn't really make yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, so you miss out
0: a lot of talent that way.
1: Oh, tons, especially, yeah. I mean, I love San Diego, but the bro surfer mentality culture, <laughs> it's not fake. People do really want to get off at 2 p.m. on a Friday type thing, which I mean, everyone does now, but it's, uh, there are some positions that are much higher quality in LA for us, in addition to New York, Austin, Texas, Portland, it's, there's talent everywhere. Um, So we have to be able to tap into that if needed.
0: Love it, I had to put myself on mute and now you guys can hear the dogs going. Um, as life goes on around us, we have a yet another uh, delivery from Amazon. So I apologize, can't stop it. Um, so Elijah, in final closing thoughts, are there any tips for people who are struggling? You know, Again, anything you, you mentioned specifically, your focus has been on the engagement and the self-awareness. Anything I didn't ask you that you thought that I would, um, that you want the viewers and listeners to hear?
1: Um, I I feel like this is kind of a given, especially knowing more about your background. Uh, People need to be putting workplace culture and team culture, in my opinion, at the front of their their list of things to focus on. Um, Your product or service that you provide to your client or customer is only as good as the internal team you have. If your team is stressed out, overworked, underpaid, unhappy, it's going to reflect externally. It's kind of like you have to take care of the inside to reflect on the outside. It's just like a human body. Um, We we work out, we clean, things like that to make sure we look good on the outside. It's the same thing as a company. To perform at your best, you have to be the best internally. So I think that starts with a good team. And I, I do think that people need to put that in the top of their priority list.
0: Well, Elijah, the check is in the mail because, man, you couldn't have said it any better if I said it myself. I loved all of that. Thank you so much for all you do continued success to you and your entire team. And obviously if you want to know more about modify and Elijah, all you have to do is go in the comments of the section, whether you are listening to this from a podcast perspective on your favorite platform or whether you're on YouTube or a social media platform, I will definitely have Elijah Snyder's information inside of that for you and more about his company. Clearly, He can help you, especially if you are in that e-commerce space. So again, thank you, Elijah. We appreciate you. Remember, culture matters. It's built every day. Not one day at a time, but every single day at a time, if you will. Culture matters. It starts with each and every one of us. Thank you, and have a super fantastic day. Thank you for joining me and another guest for the Culture Hour. If you want to go back to past episodes, make sure you follow the podcast on any of your favorite apps and devices. If you're looking for a daily dose, a little short snippet, then all you need to do is hop over to the other podcast called Your Morning Commute. Thank you again for tuning in. If you're looking for questions, other speakers, more topics, by all means, reach out. Shelly at PremierReport.com. Remember, culture isn't built in a day. Culture is built every day. Are you spending your money and your time and energy on repairs? Are you spending your time and your energy defining and maintaining? Be safe out there.